We got to talk about the latest debut in the electric vehicle connected world, and that is Lifecycle. Joining us, the CEO and president, Ajay Kochar, is back here on the show. Ajay, thanks so much for being here. Congrats on the debut. You made it from SPAC to public markets. What comes next? Yeah, great to be back on. Look, you know, we're in a very rapid growth phase. You know, our business, we're a commercial company. We recycle all types of lithmine batteries. We do that today in two existing facilities, recycling the equivalent of thousands of tons of lithmine batteries per year already. What comes next? We're building out in copy-paste mode to basically keep up with our customers. So we work with blue chip customers like Ultium, the joint venture between General Motors and LG Energy Solution. Look, they're rapidly accelerating their build out. And before you even have end-of-life batteries, you have scrap. When you make a battery, it's not perfect. And with 225 battery mega factories in the pipeline around the world, that's a lot of scrap. So even before you have end-of-life batteries, we need to keep up with that. And that's what's next primarily for us in the next near term and medium term. So uh, walk me through the relationship with Ultium. That's uh, the combination, a joint venture of General Motors and LG Energy, Energy Solutions. Uh, and are you going to be taking their batteries? Is, are they giving you the batteries from the businesses that they're connected with and their products? Or uh, are you using their facilities? How is that shaking out? How does that look? Yeah, so just to go deeper on that, so LG is one of the largest lithium-ion battery manufacturers in the world. Oh, yeah. GM has extremely ambitious plans, as viewers will know, you know, 30 EVs in their lineup, and they're all in on this. So Altium is their way, of course, of making the cells to help meet those ambitious goals. Let's go deeper on that. What it actually is, is you make a battery cell, so people should think in their phone or even a AV, the same battery cell type, it's a very fundamental unit. Actually, you have thousands of those cells, like the one in your pocket for your phone, in a car. And so when you make those cells, all along the way, there's different types of material, and it, it has a reject effect, basically, because it's not perfect. So you might have offcuts, you might have quality rejects, maybe something didn't go well. And of course, you know, that shouldn't be a high percent. It's obviously not ideal to have a lot of scrap, but even the most you know, perfect ideal type processes will have some level of scrap. Hmm. So the material we're getting from LTM is really manufacturing scrap. Why is that so important? Well, I think when most people think about recycling, they knee jerk and say, well, isn't this something for 10 years away? Like, wh what are you doing today? Well, we already get all types of lithium batteries from post-consumer devices and the like, but scrap is something that's made as electric vehicle demand must be met. Mm -hmm. And so LTM has one mega factory that they're just nearing completion of construction with in Ohio, and they have plans for three more. And if you look at the overall GM strategy, there will just broadly speaking need, you know, be a large demand for batteries. So what does that mean? That yeah. means a lot of material that needs to be recycled before it even hits end of life. One of the things uh, that you talked about last time was that this could stretch throughout a variety of different businesses and companies who want to clean up their businesses and meet ESG standards. Uh, that definitely seems part of this again, obviously, as they want to avoid the incineration and the landfills. Uh, you mentioned the yep. uh, facility. Uh, from what I understand, they're building a facility in Lordstown, Ohio. Uh, just to, for our viewers, that, uh, and for me too, frankly, I remember last time, it's, I believe you were in the process of putting together the first plant. How many of these facilities do you have built right now uh, at this moment? Yeah, we actually already have two commercial facilities. And okay. just maybe from a really high level, our model is a two-stage model, spoken hub model. What we do is we take in batteries at these regional facilities. 
that really enables us to get to scale. They're small, low capital cost. We have two of those already today, one in Canada, one in Rochester, New York. Okay. They operate all the time, 24-7. So that's already happening. We're building a second facility, which is the hub. And really simply, it's basically the wet chemistry part. It's where we take that intermediate product and go back to battery grade materials. You know, for viewers, how to think about that. Think of it like the bricks in the house. So we're taking, you know, materials and going back to those fundamental building blocks mm -hmm. in as good of a quality as though it was mined and refined, but to do that also economically. So back to your question, what we're doing now is really copy pasting those spokes. We build them like a Lego build, yep. like a modular build plant, so we can roll them out very quickly. Folks can look at our website and videos, you'll be able to see and that. And is the hub built, so Ajay? That's how we're keeping up with our customers. We have had a smaller hub historically, and really now what we're doing is growing that size to meet the need. Okay. It's basically to meet the need of the contracts on the way in and the way out. So that's why we did this deal, was really to fund that core plan, and we'll have to continue to keep up here. And what's that timeline then uh, where all that material, we're going to take the bricks out of the house, what's the timeline for uh, this particular project to be up and running? Yeah, so we're on track to break ground with our hub in Rochester, New York this year, 2021. We said that, you know, always we're still on track for that. Okay. And then by early 2023, again, as we put out there many months ago, and still on track for that to be up and running. And just to help give viewers a little bit of context here, this is really urban mining. So this is basically urban mining from scrap sources, above ground sources. This is the real next generation source of lithium, nickel, cobalt. These are mm. critical materials. This is a national security matter. So this is why you've seen the Biden administration also step up their attention on it. And what better way to access it than above ground? Right? Instead of having to go to remote jurisdictions where you're digging up material, having a huge environmental impact, spending a lot of water, maybe it's harmful from a social perspective. This is the resource that we can control. So that facility is a very big deal for the United States, broadly speaking for this industry. And this is why we have customers really working with us to ensure that we're getting there. Ajay, everything sounds frankly awesome. I mean, it seems like it's been too long to, to get here, frankly, to have uh, these uh, solutions being offered, right? It's surprising to some extent that w this is not already a huge industry, that your business hasn't been public for a long time, right? Some of this seems almost shocking given how much uh, consumption of these devices and batteries we use. I, I had an investor on earlier today who was pointing out he likes to see other businesses in the SPAC and EV space that have unwound. Stories like Lordstown Motors and Nikola that have been a total disaster. He says that it's the peak of froth and that we're past that. I'm also surprised to see the stock drop today on the debut. So I wanna just kind of give you an opportunity to communicate to viewers who have been burned by SPACs in this space in the past. That's not you, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, look, I can talk about our business. So we're a commercial company. We do this today. When we announced our deal back in February, we had about 40 plus battery supply customers. Today we have over 50. And people can look back even to February, we've put out consistent progress you know, out there in terms of commercial execution press releases. They can see all of it. Now that only comes from the fundamentals being right. The fundamentals of our business, really our moat, it's technology, you know, having a patent protected approach to how we do this, having been early, already de-risked it, already doing it. And secondarily, the commercial side, being sticky with our customers with contracted feed and contracted offtake. So why are we different? Look, this is happening today, but this is also at the same time the top of the first inning. This is the top of the first inning for a very critical part of the overall EV supply chain. And what people can think of us as is a picks and shovel story for the electric vehicle revolution.
Okay. So if you want to get exposure, broadly speaking, to this overall thematic, but you know, with a business that's real and actually doing this, that's Lifecycle. All right, uh, good stuff, uh, Ajay. Thanks for the walkthrough here, the numbers, and really excited to uh, attract the business and now as a public company. Looking forward to continuing this conversation with you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on again. Cheers. Absolutely. Ajay Kochar is the president and CEO at Lifecycle, the co-founder and executive chairman, Tim Johnston, as well on site.